Amen. Let's turn in our Bible to Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs 4. And believe in God for a good thing. September 10th, I believe, is the first home game. We're back into the season again. Uh, if you're involved in the UGA Bible study, there's a meeting after the evening service. <clears throat> and you can see Danny for any questions there. Hallelujah. I believe I've got all the announcements right now. <clears throat> uh, maybe you read this, uh, maybe you read this story. It's about a woman named Vicki White. Vicki White is 56 years old. She was a uh, sheriff's deputy in a uh, uh, Lauderdale County in Alabama. You got those pictures? Okay, that's her on the right. And that's a, uh, one of the uh, prisoners on uh, your left. <clears throat> and his name is Casey White. And so he was in jail uh, 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 under suspicion of murder. And uh, what had happened is this woman, Vicki White, had, she'd been a, a, a sheriff for 16 years, uh, exemplary service and things of that nature. She helped this man. Let me just read it to you. Authorities, uh, uh, says uh, White, uh, uh, Vicki White, uh, fled with murder suspect Casey White, prompting a massive search. Uh, she then shot herself as police closed in. She's a 16-year uh, uh, deputy. <clears throat> she had developed a reputation as a model deputy in the sheriff's office, uh, and authorities now say it makes it very difficult to come to grips with how she became the lover of a murder suspect incarcerated within her jail. And then how she helped him escape from custody, then went on a run with him for more than a week, traveling nearly 300 miles before shooting herself as police closed in to capture them. I want to uh, try to help us because uh, there are unfortunately a, a lot of times where people do things that it, you, you just, what in the world were you thinking? What was going through your mind? And I want to say that it's not just an issue of the mind, but it's an issue of the heart. And in this story, I want to bring up the possibility and the likelihood that it was not just an intellectual issue, but it was a heart issue. Proverbs 4.23, one of the foundation stones of your Christianity, or at least it ought to be, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Keep or guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it, flow all the issues or decisions of life. First of all, I want to consider our scripture. It's very important to keep in mind the text that or the context in which a scripture is being spoken. Who is speaking it? To whom is that person speaking? The circumstances under it. 
And in our text, we have Solomon, who is, by the words of Jesus Christ, the wisest man in the world. And he is speaking to his children, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 1. Hear ye children the instruction of a father, and attend to no understanding." He's trying to pass along to his, uh, to his children uh, his own wisdom and advice. And by the way, it would have been really good if, uh, if Solomon would have obeyed his own advice. How many know that's good doctrine? When you tell somebody to do something, you ought to be able to, or you ought to, be able to point to your own life and say, I'm doing the same thing. And Solomon was able to do that until he got older, and then he quit following his own advice. Let me tell you something, just a little side note, you know, it just might get a little bit harder for you to live for God when you're older. Let that run around. If you think it's hard living for God when you're young, and it gets easier when you get older... You just need to think that through. Are you still with me? Amen. Listen to Proverbs chapter 4. Keep those thoughts, the living Bible, keep these thoughts ever in your mind. Let them penetrate deep within your heart, for they will mean real life for you and radiant health above all else. Listen to me, especially you that spend a lot of time online. Above all else, guard your affections, for they influence everything else in your life. Amen. The message version. Keep vigilant watch over your heart. That's where life starts. Don't talk out of both sides of your mouth. Avoid careless banter, white lies, and gossip. Keep your eyes straight ahead. Ignore all sideshow distractions. Watch your step and the road will stretch out smooth before you. Look neither right nor left. Leave evil in the dust. Amen. And so here we have this great scripture. And when it was written, amen, obviously there's no internet, there's no social media, there's none of the technology. But how many know that the same issue still exists? The only thing that has changed is the technology involved. But the issue is still human nature and man's heart. The Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 17, the heart your heart is deceitful above all things that means your heart is more deceitful than the devil and desperately wicked one translation says incurably sick who can know it that the issue, you know, uh, and this is what the writer is saying it flows out of our heart but our heart can deceive us In our story, in the opening illustration, somewhere along the line, this woman was greatly deceived. Her heart deceived her into thinking that she can plan the way of escape. Her and this man who was accused of murder, they can escape the jail. They can run off and live happily ever after. What the heck was she thinking? Are you still with me? 
Hallelujah. And King Solomon at this time had enough wisdom to recognize and write this incredible insight and advice. Keep your heart. One man says this, at the heart of every issue is an issue of the heart. You ought to write that down. At the heart of every issue is an issue of the heart. We like to blame our circumstances for things, don't we? Well, what about that? He did this to me. She did that to me. When it's all said and done, it's an issue of the heart. At the heart of every issue is an issue of the heart. You can't control what people do or don't do to you. You can't control your circumstances, your situations. You can't control it. I was coming to church this morning, and this knucklehead, I mean, it was like, if I'm coming this way, he's right there by, the, by the, where the wall is, and he crossed into my lane. I lightly tapped the horn. Toot, toot. Excuse me, buddy. And I hit that. Bah! Hey, what are you trying to do? Kill me? You can't it, control. Then I said, God, forgive me. You can't control everything. But what you can control is what comes out of your heart. And that's what he's trying to teach us. Amen. This woman, this sheriff, this prison guard knew better, amen, uh, but for some reason she allowed herself to be deceived, to be conned, amen. You know, uh, 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 we have a, 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 a prison ministry, a jail ministry, Bedell and, and uh, 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 Al and, and uh, uh, Martin go there at times, I've been up there, and when you, just to go in and do that, they warn you, how many times they've warned you, don't get involved with the prisoners, they also tell you, don't believe everything they say because they're con men. And so this woman was a sheriff for years. She knew these guys. They were they're warned constantly. Don't start a relationship with a prisoner. I may believe that's good doctrine. Don't go. They're con men. They're rip-offs. They're in jail or prison for a reason. And she let this bypass her. Uh, and she probably thought, uh, it's going to be different from, for me. Uh, the rules don't apply to me. Uh, uh, we won't get caught. Uh, this guy loves me. Uh, and on and on and on. Uh, amen. It reminds me about some people who think they can fool around with sin. Uh, it's not going to affect me. I'm different. Sin isn't going to affect me. I can get involved in sexual sin. I can get involved in immorality or lying or stealing or these things. You know, I'm different. It's different for me. I did it once and nothing happened. So you know what? It's different for me. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever you plant, the Bible says you're going to reap. And not every crop comes right away. And so this woman is a prison guard. She's a sheriff. She's a deputy. They're warned, don't develop relationships with these inmates. And so what does she do? She develops a relationship with this inmate. And as they begin to investigate, uh, after all this came down, they found out that they had this romantic relationship going on for about two years. 
I know you think you can date uh, the, the unsaved. It's not going to affect you. I'm telling you, you lost your mind. Because it's not biblical. Oh, I'll win her to Jesus. No, she'll win you to the devil. I'll win him to Jesus. Sister, don't do it. Guard your heart. Guard your affections. Galatians 6, 7. Don't be deceived. God is not mocked. Amen. The Living Bible says don't be misled. Remember, you can't ignore God and get away with it. A man will always reap just the kind of crop he plants. If he plants to please his own wrong desires, he will be planting seeds of evil and he will surely reap a harvest of spiritual decay and death. But if he plants the good things of the Spirit, he will reap everlasting life that the Holy Spirit gives him. And let us not get tired. This is what happens. Let us not get tired of doing what is right. For after a while, and God determines that, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't get discouraged and give up. That's why whenever we can, we should always be kind to everyone and especially to our Christian brothers. And so what the uh, uh, psalm or the writer of Proverbs is saying, keep your heart. Guard your heart. This is our personal responsibility. It's not just talking about your physical heart, although that nowadays is becoming an issue. But we're talking about the core of your being, your spiritual heart. Uh, amen. No one can keep your heart for you. People can give advice. <clears throat> People can help. Uh, amen. But how many know only you and I can keep our hearts? Here, this woman... Uh, how she kept this secret? Did people kind of, well, she's acting kind of funny. That She kind of looking at, who knows? The article that I read didn't really say that. Amen. But how many know she was aware of what was going on? And somehow she allowed herself to be deceived. And this is what happens to a lot of people. This is what happens, unfortunately, to a lot of Christians. They're going through life, they're living for God, but things get tough, things get a little bit hard. We get tired of doing things right. We look out on the landscape of life. Well, they're not doing right, and they're, quote, blessed, and they're doing, well, you know what, so it doesn't matter anymore. Don't be deceived. Keep and guard your heart. Hallelujah. The word keep means to watch over, to guard, to preserve, <laughs> To guard with fidelity, to be kept close, to be blockaded. How many know, you know a prison guard is there to do a couple of things. Keep certain people out and keep certain people in. They keep out uh, those that are trying to sneak in and smuggle in drugs or doing whatever the case may be. Uh, and they keep in the prisoners. Uh, guard your heart. We're, we're called to guard our heart. That means uh, uh, don't let some things out of your mouth. How many have ever not guarded your heart real well and things came out of your mouth and you're like, wow, that was in there? Yes, sir. 
And then the other thing is not let other things come in. Keep worldliness out. We, we, we want to stop carnality from coming out of us uh, and keep worldliness from coming into us. You got to guard your heart. You have to guard your heart. Not just guard your heart, but guard it with all diligence. Here's the, here's the issue. The word diligence means uh, uh, to put a hedge about, uh, uh, to, pro- to uh, provide, uh, amen, effort uh, 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 and, uh, 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 on a regular basis. Uh, and I, I'll just give you some, uh, some personal experience. The reason why I pray and read my Bible and seek God on a regular daily basis is not because I'm a pastor. It's because I know my heart. I know I have a wicked, sinful nature that is looking to express itself. I know that in me, as the Apostle Paul said, dwelleth no good thing. I know that apart from Christ and my new nature, there's a wicked old nature that is just looking for expression. And that if I don't read my Bible and feed my spirit and spend time with God on a regular basis, I will deceive or allow myself to be deceived by my own wicked heart. And if you don't have that revelation, you are close to the edge. Well, I'm just following my heart. You'll go straight to hell. That's what the Bible says. God has to birth within us and give us a new heart. Amen. This is what we're talking about. I know it lives inside. Romans 7, 18, this is the great apostle Paul speaking. I know that in me, that is in my flesh, my old nature, my pre-salvation nature dwelleth no good thing. The Living Bible, I know I am rotten through and through so far as my old sinful nature is concerned. If you want a good picture of your old sinful nature, when you're driving down the road and you smell a skunk, stop, roll down your windows and go, that's what you and I are spiritually on the inside. Or when you see a dead possum and they're laying down, grinning upside down like this, just pulled by and say, honey, let's make a sandwich. First Corinthians 9, 27, Paul says, first you have Romans 7, I know that in me dwells no good thing. Therefore, I keep under my body and bring it into subjection lest by any means when I have preached to others, I myself should become a castaway. The Living Bible puts it this way. Like an athlete, I punish my body, treating it roughly, training it to do what it should, not what it wants to. Otherwise, I fear that after enlisting others for the race, I myself might be declared unfit and ordered to stand aside. This woman was a 16-year career uh, deputy. 
She had many accolades. She was a very good deputy. But somewhere along the line, she failed to guard her heart. She allowed herself to be deceived. She started believing the lies of this man. She started believing the lies even of her own heart and her own mind and conscience. And then she did probably what if you told her five years previous, you're going to do this. She would have, she would have been extremely insulted. How dare you that I could do a thing like that? Well, I'm telling you, if you and I don't guard our hearts, especially today, hallelujah. So how is this accomplished? How do we guard our hearts? How do we keep our heart with all diligence? What do we guard our hearts from? And when do we guard our hearts? The truth is you better guard your heart at all times. You better guard your heart at all times. You know, in the jails and in the prisons, uh, and uh, I've been with, with the guys as they minister, and Fidel just told me I had a good day yesterday. There's protocol to be followed. You walk into this, you know, and they check your ID, and then they have the, the, the scanners. Uh, then you walk in, and the door shuts behind you before the door in front of you opens. There's protocol. There's cameras everywhere. This woman had to bypass, knowingly bypass all that and think it through. Amen. She had to do that. And somehow she was able to do that without anybody picking up on it, or at least not uh, uh, so far as I could find out. And, and she, 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 let me know, she knew. Let me know, we know. We know. God placed it, and this is what the, Psalm, the proverb is right. Say, so, you know, keep your heart. Keep it right. Listen, life will do you wrong. Keep your heart. Can't control what other people do or don't do, but you can keep your heart, keep your response, keep your heart right with God and keep your heart right with other people. Amen. That's what it means. Let's keep your heart, guard your heart. Don't let these things get in and, 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 and uh, turn it all aside. Hallelujah. You know, we cannot keep our hearts right with God without keeping our hearts right with one another. You can't say, I love God and hate people. Can't do it. Oh, I mean, you can say it, but it's, that's not what's happening. I love you, Jesus, but man, I can't stand you. You can't do it. That's not, your heart's not right then. Has anybody ever had God deal with them about forgiving somebody? <laughs> Is anybody here married? <laughs> Amen. Grow up in family. So at some point, this woman justified what she was doing and what she was planning to do. <clears throat> this was not just a spur of the moment, insane impulse. And if that's a, a, a possible with her, how much more you and I? I preached a sermon years and years ago called the Holy Ah, Ah, Ah. How many of you have ever had the Holy Spirit say, Ah, 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 Ah? Maybe it was this morning. Ah, 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 Ah. You better listen to that Ah, Ah. Because that's what it is to guard our heart. God doesn't scream, not usually. He whispers. And he's, because what you're about to do or... 
it leads, there are consequences that you have no idea. This woman, she had no, if you would have told her, you know what, this thing's going to lead to suicide. She supposedly blew her brains out when the cops showed up and found them, and, and that's she, she supposedly did. If you would have told her that, she said, no way, man, no way. But it's leading somewhere. Amen. You have to guard. The Bible says that in the last days, it will be very difficult to be a Christian. This is first, 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 8. For people will love only themselves and their money. They'll be proud and boastful, sneering at God, disobedient to their parents, uh, ungrateful to them, and thoroughly bad. They will be hard-headed and never give in to others. They will be constant liars and troublemakers and will think nothing of immorality. And it goes on to say, and so he's describing an environment. It's going to be very difficult to live for God, but you can live for God. And the way you live for God is you keep your heart with all diligence. You make it your number one priority. I'm going to be very diligent about keeping my heart right. I remember hearing Pastor Warner say years ago uh, that his desire to be the, 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 the quickest repenter in the West, that God ever convicted him of something, he'd repent and get his heart right and keep it right. See, that's the key to longevity in the kingdom of God. And so here are, is this woman, uh, this bizarre story of Vicki White. Uh, she knew better, uh, but her heart was not right. Her heart deceived her. And we can shake our heads and scratch our heads. Say, but didn't you, what, what did you think that was going to happen? But stop and think with me of people who have done something much more crazy than what she did. People who have left the kingdom of God. You play with sin. Oh, it's going to be okay. I, I can handle this. It's not going to. And that's the last you see of them. They're gone. That they lose their eternal salvation, their eternal soul for what? Well, it's not going to happen to me. I can handle this. Uh, this is no problem. And, and they're deceiving themselves. And so what happens? They, they stop guarding their hearts. They let the deception take over. The greatest deception is self-deception. And how many people have abandoned their eternal salvation for far less? You know, this woman was played. And this is what they warn us. Uh, right, Bedell? They warn you about these, these con men. They'll play you, man. They're in, and they're, man, they're, they're smooth talkers. But they're in jail for a reason. No, it's the other guy, man. I got set up, man. He did this, and he did that. He did it. <laughs> They warn you, warn you, warn you. She'd been warned. She'd been there for 16 years. But something shifted inside of her. This guy told her what she wanted to hear. She went along with it. And somehow, I'm, I'm thinking about, okay, we're going to escape from jail. And no one's going to look for us. What are you going to... Money to eat? Hello? You got your cell phone? Gee, they can't track me down with that. Credit cards, bank accounts, stolen vehicles. No, no one's going to see. And I, I, from the, what I saw, this dude is about like 6'8". 
Gee, he won't stand out in a crowd. He'll just, you know, maneuver on in. What's she thinking? She wasn't thinking. And we look at that, you don't have to say, are you stupid? Because she is. But how many more? You and I with eternal salvation. And we see people doing things. Get your heart right. See, the, the altar call is not just you're living in blatant sin. The altar is there. God's saying, hey, this is what it takes to keep a right heart. That's why I come to the altar. That's why I pray. That's why I read my Bible. That's why I, I spend time with God so I, can, so I can keep my heart right. Keep my heart right with others. Keep my heart right with God. Hallelujah. Hebrews 2, 3, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? I think this is the biggest issue, neglect. We get tired of keeping our hearts. We get tired, man, because it's not an easy thing to do. It's not an easy thing to do, but I'm telling you, it's more than worth it There's because you maintain your relationship with God. But if we simply neglect, you know what you have to do to neglect something? Nothing. Do nothing. I just picked up my car the other day from the, uh, from the uh, uh, mechanic, and some things had to be uh, uh, fixed and, and, and tinkered with and some little things. Uh, you know, if I just neglect that, it's, it's not going to be a good day. Uh, one day I'm going to get up and I'm going to think things are normal, but so, it's, it's not going to be good. How will we escape, uh, amen, judgment if we just neglect? You can't neglect your salvation. And in the last days when people love pleasure and want this and want that and want this. And want, listen, the tendency is to neglect your salvation, not keep your heart with all diligence. And before you know it, you're out there and boom, something happens. Thank God for men and women who keep their hearts. Hallelujah. We let down our guard. You know, one of the things in, in that they teach boxers is uh, uh, you're watching your opponent. When they let down that guard, boom, knock them out. Get the best hit you. And most of the, most of the fight, the entire time, they're just, they're, just, they're just looking for that opportunity. They're testing, they're testing, they're looking. But man, if they see that guy, and, and one of the funniest things, if you watch these, uh, these stupid boxers who begin to, you know, I saw one guy, he, he goes to his opponent, mm, boom, and then tore him up. He should have hit him here. He'd pop his tongue off. The last time he ever did that. Hallelujah. We fail to acknowledge what's going on inside of us. You know, your old sinful nature loves sin. And you can smile and praise the Lord, but listen. I've been saved quite a few years. I know there's battles inside. Thank God there's battles. I hope you're battling your old sinful nature. And what you're doing is you're keeping your heart right. It's not always easy to forgive people. It's not always easy to do the right thing. It's not always easy to resist temptation and, and turn away and be 
to feel left out. It's not always easy, but I'm telling you, it's worth it. You're guarding your heart. You're guarding your heart. With all diligence, you're guarding your heart. Because out of it, see, if you then when you make the decisions and the consideration, the will of God is first off, and you're able to make those right decisions, and those right decisions, they, they play out in life. You know the incredible thing about this Vicki White? She had been elected and voted on employee of the year five times. Five times, including this year. And she got this guy and they took off from the jail on the day of her retirement. The day of her retirement and she was going to win employee of the year again. She had everything planned out, gets this guy, gets him in the back of the sheriff's, takes off, switches cars. The day of her retirement, she's 56 years old, employee of the year five times and about to get it again. Somewhere along the line, she made some, she allowed herself to be deceived. And I've said before, I really like learning from other people's mistakes. Because that way I don't have to do it. And if it can happen to her, and I don't know her, I don't know if she went to church or not, probably did. You know what, God helped me to learn to keep my heart. And the writer of Proverbs thousands of years ago, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it flow all of the issues of life. Let's bow our heads together. Hallelujah. Thank God for his grace. Thank God for his salvation. You know, this is a very, very simple passage of scripture. I remember reading it when I was first saved. Somebody told me to read through Proverbs. And I remember reading this and I remember hearing sermons about it. And thinking, how can I guard my heart? I need to learn how to guard my heart. I need to learn how to keep my heart. Protect my heart. Keep my heart right with God. And whenever God would deal with me about things, I'd, I, I'd learn how to process that and how to make the right decisions. Whether that be responding to him and issues between he and I or also other people asking forgiveness or serving others or repenting of gossip or evil speaking. Whatever the case may be, God, I'm going to keep my heart right. I'm going to keep my heart right. God, if there's sin, God, show me. I'm going to repent. I'm going to keep my heart right. Because I want to make good decisions. I was 20 years old when I got saved, and I had screwed up my life in 20 years. I said, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to mess up my life. I don't want to go out and do something stupid. I don't want to do what this Vicki White did. She knew better. Somewhere along the line, she allowed herself to be deceived. She wanted it to be true so bad that she ignored all the warning signs. It's a tragic ending. Maybe you're here, you're not saved, or you're backslidden. Maybe you're joining us online and you've never given your life to Christ. Listen, Jesus loves you. He has the best for your life, but you've got to do it his way. You have to do it his way. The Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. There's none righteous, not a single one of us. 
Every one of us needs salvation. And you say, Pastor, I know about Christ, but I've never given my life to him. I've never surrendered my life to Jesus Christ, but I want to this morning. Quickly, slip your hand up. Put it right back down. Unsaved or backslidden. One time you were saved, but you might be like this woman. She started contemplating some crazy things and justifying it, and it's going to be different. To, and you now realize and say, you know, uh-uh, I'm getting it right. I'm getting it right this morning. Quickly, slip your hand up. Put it right back down. Let me speak to those here that are saved. You love God. Thank God. Sometimes we get tired of keeping our heart. Don't get tired. Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. And one of the strategies of the enemy, especially in these last days when the Bible says it's going to be difficult to be a Christian, is to get us, you know, just forget it all. I'm tired of guarding my heart. No, don't do that. Allow God to fill your tank with the Holy Ghost. Allow God to fill you with his holy presence. And whatever it is that God's dealing with you about, just do it. Whether it's getting right with him, whether it's getting right with somebody else, whether it's doing something, whether it's not doing something, abstaining from whatever it takes, do it. Guard your heart because out of it flow all the issues of your life. Let's stand together. Let's open these altars. You come find a place to pray. That's what these altars are for. It's not because you're living in blatant sin. It's the little, the little fine adjustments of life. You're coming because you want your heart to stay right with God. Hallelujah.